0: welcome back to podcast number 16 here on the founding female i hope you all had a lovely thanksgiving mine was super busy because of work and i have been extremely exhausted but this episode is about an amazing lady named martha jefferson Born October 30, 1748 in Charles City, Virginia, Martha Wales was the daughter of John Wales, born 1715 to 1773. John was an attorney and a business agent for Bristol-based merchants Pharrell and Jones. His first wife was the widow Martha Eppes, born 1712 to 1748. Martha was their only child. John was born in Lancaster, England and came to the colony of Virginia all by himself at the age of 19. Her mother was the daughter of Frances Ebbis of Bermuda 100, which was an early settlement on the James River. Not much is known about Martha Ebbes except that she was quite good at writing and had an appreciation for literature. After Martha passed away, John soon remarried a woman named Mary Cock of Melvern Hill, and they had four children, Sarah, Elizabeth, Tabitha, and Anne. Sarah died as an infant, Tabitha and Anne married the Skipwith brothers Robert and Henry, and Tabitha died with her first child. After his second wife Mary died, he remarried yet again, and this time to Elizabeth Lomax Skelton. They had zero children together. His first wife died February 10, 1761, just over a year into their marriage. Martha Wales' first marriage was at 18 years old to Badhurst Skelton. He was a Virginia attorney. On November 7, 1767, their son John was born. Unfortunately, on September 30, 1768 in Williamsburg, Virginia, after a sudden illness, her first husband died. And on June 10, 1771, after a fever, their son John passed away. They believe Martha met her second husband, Mr. Thomas Jefferson, in Williamsburg, Virginia, about the year 1768. They were third cousins, and they were married January 1, 1772. Following their wedding, they spent two weeks at The Forest, which was her father's plantation in Charles City County, before moving on in a two-horse carriage to Monticello. They couldn't have went at a worse time due to a huge snowstorm, which made the 100-mile trip worse. The last eight miles, their carriage bogged down on snowdrifts up to six feet, and they had to proceed on horseback. They had six children together. Only two daughters would reach adulthood. Their eldest was Martha, known as Patsy, who survived past the age of 26. Jane Randolph, and then they had an unnamed son who only lived for 17 days, Mary, known as Polly, Lucy Elizabeth, and then another Lucy Elizabeth. According to eyewitness accounts and her daughter, Martha was highly educated and musical. She was constantly reading, which is good for Jefferson since he enjoyed books also, and was extremely good-natured, but was known for having a temper. She also had a great affection for her husband. She was a little over 5 feet tall, auburn hair and hazel eyes, and was quite an accomplished needlewoman. Lots of her embroidery survives today and also her music book. During her first year at Monticello, she instituted the production of 170 gallons of beer, a practice Jefferson continued until his death. No portrait of her survives but a silhouette. Most people thought that the portrait they were looking at was her, but it was actually her eldest daughter, Martha Jefferson Randolph. Apparently, she did look very similar to her youngest daughter, Mary, to which there are sketches of. Martha Jefferson was First Lady of Virginia from 1779 to 1781 during the American Revolution. In requests sent from Martha Washington, Martha Jefferson led a drive among the women of Virginia to raise funds and supplies for her state's militia and the Continental Army, to the extent her health permitted. In the Virginia Gazette, she published an appeal announcing that collections would be taken in the churches nationally they raised three hundred thousand to buy linen shirts for washington's army she also contacted other prominent virginians to raise funds for the troops including nelly madison which was the mother of james madison for much of her marriage her health was delicate they believed she might have had diabetes a condition aggravated by childbearing endangering both mother and child in her 10-year marriage to jefferson she had nine pregnancies and also three miscarriages one of them happened in the summer of 1776 that left her very ill. The birth of their youngest child was the most difficult. She gained a dangerous amount of weight and often was too ill to act as head of the household and also found it difficult to sit comfortably. Thomas Jefferson, who was in Philadelphia for the second Continental Congress, wished to return to her as soon as possible and they were very devoted to each other. Her health worsened and on September 6, 1782, Four months after the birth of their last child, she passed away. Thomas Jefferson was inconsolable. And this is a quote. He was led from the room almost in a state of insensibility by his sister, Mrs. Carr, who with great difficulty got him into his library where he fainted and remained so long insensible that they feared he would never revive. After the funeral, Thomas withdrew to his room for three weeks. He spent hours riding horseback alone around Monticello. Martha Jefferson Randolph, his daughter, wrote this, In those melancholy rambles, I was his constant companion, a solitary witness to many a violent burst of grief. In mid-October, he began to resume a normal life. He wrote this, Emerging from that stupor of mine which had rendered me as dead to the world as was she whose loss occasioned it. Martha requested Thomas to never marry again, and he never did. Her request has been attributed to protective feelings for her children in view of her own personal disagreeable relationships with her stepmothers. When she, was o- she died when she was only 33 years old and Thomas was only 39. Her life on this earth wasn't long, but I thought I should honor her by sharing it here on my podcast. Thomas really did love her and it almost broke him mentally. And I kind of believe that him going to Paris was kind of like a breath of fresh air and like a restart for him. And I really think he needed that time in Paris to come back to America. But anyway, uh, I will see you next week here on The Founding Female. Thanks for listening. Bye.